1: Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates over at Heaps Normal, award-winning, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. You know the drill, Heggy?
0: I do, and I'm on it. Good. Got a brand-new fridge. I can fit, I can fit oh. four cartons in my new fridge.
1: Oh, nice. You got two doors on it? How big's this fucking thing?
0: No, not a billionaire. First time in my life i got a freezer on the bottom, though. Oh. Feeling quite decadent. Yeah, I know. Like your kids aren't thieving little shits. I know. Yeah, had the top. That's why they're on the top, so kids don't pinch your ice cream. Yeah. Mate. We've, yeah, uh, here just... we are. Brave new world. Kids can have whatever they want, whenever they want. Yeah. Chuck a heaps in the freezer if you want. <laughs> get it cold.
1: <laughs> Maybe put open it up and put a paddle pop stick in there. Little heaps normal icy poles yeah. for the kids, <laughs> for the family. Little <laughs> frozen heapses. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you want a heaps normal yourself, you know what to do. Well, you can get them. Bloody everywhere now, but we go to heapsnormal.com. You're chucking duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Support them and help keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. Yes. Hey, I'm Nick Cody.
0: And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your
1: seat without checking, drink your duty free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl.
0: Midair madness: passengers trading blows. Mid-air
1: brawl on board a Scoot flight from
0: the Gulf at LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phone. Where's the lady that started the? Why the- water- 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 do this crashes? <laughs> Out the fucking door!
1: Welcome to mid Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, You can't see me because we're down the line from one another, but uh, my legs are all cut up. I'm not sad. Don't worry about it. Got to do something yesterday for the very first time, which was use a ride on lawnmower. Fucking rule. so good.
0: How'd you cut your legs? Did you lie underneath it?
1: No, I just had shorts on at the in-laws' property, country Victoria. Massive fucking, massive property going around, going all over fucking hills and... Around trees and shit, I'm sick. It's actually not bad. I
0: don't mind to ride on a mower. I've done it before for a job. Mate,
1: it's fine. It, it, was a, it was a good time. Well, it gets you away from the kids for a bit too, doesn't it? Fucking oath. I just listened to a new album that had come out and uh, cruised around the yard for a couple of hours because I'd never used one before, so I was a little bit hesitant at the start. But once uh, once I figured out what and what I could not mm. hit, let you know if you've hit a rock, oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah,
0: but it's literally... Unless you're really unco, you can master one of them in two minutes. Oh, yeah. Same as a forklift. Yeah. You're away. Good fun. Just good, clean fun.
1: I remember a few years ago filming a thing in Vegas, got to use a, an excavator, and the guy said, uh, which hand is your left hand? I held up my left hand. He goes, well, mate, you're already better than 90% of people do this for a job. You should be good. <laughs>
0: What were you doing with an ex- excavator? In mate, Vegas? I
1: was filming a thing for Virgin and we we're at a- Digging a grave. <laughs> I should have. I was at a. I was at a, they call it, uh, dig this. It's like a, they call it an adult sandpit. And I was picking up an old car oh, with, with an excavator and throwing it. Yeah. And then smashing the car. Good, wholesome fun.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, everyone wins in that instance.
1: Can't lose. Well, mate, hey, by the Good way- stuff. If you're listening on the day this comes out, we're in Launceston tonight down there in the Apple Isle, Tasmania. Just stand-up shows, two shows in Lonnie tonight and then tomorrow, the 13th of October. We're in beautiful Hobart doing a live mid-flight brawl and two stand-up shows. Midflightbrawl.com for tickets. I think Hobart's pretty much full, but have a squiz. And then Melbourne, we're almost sold out. November 4th, Basement Comedy Club, another love mid-flight brawl. Get to midflybrawl.com for tickets.
0: Good. you still get some tickets in Taz if you can. If you're down there in hope or near about to Hobart, get over there to the brewery on the wharf. Come on down. What's it called? Hobart Brewing Co. Ripper spot. Get yourself one of those stouts. It's about 12% to finish the night off. They only serve it in a very small glass, wisely. That's the one. Uh, in other news, the Nick Cody Live at the Corner Hotel special out next week. Bang. 15th, uh, 16th October. When's it out?
1: 16th of October, 8 p.m. AEST. It's going to drop on youtube.com slash the Nick Cody.
0: AEDT, I think you'll find.
1: Oh, AEDT. Sorry, of course. It's that time of year.
0: Mm. My bad. Yes, mate. AEDT. Uh, are you going to leave the comments on?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Probably going towards no. I look to you for a lot of guidance in life, Heggy, and uh, you say no.
0: Yeah. Why not? Leave it on for 24 hours, will you? Got to get in there. No, I should. I should leave them on for a bit, see what happens. You learn what I really
1: think. <laughs> a few, a few different burner accounts, but you still leave traces of your name in it. Oh, here's one from Luke yeah. H, 69. Oh, here's one from yeah. L heggy 420 <laughs> Giving it away every time. We're meant to be actually recording this intro in person, Heggy, and then bloody our mate Tim Dillon, who we're opening for at Perth, Adelaide. We're still opening for him in Brisbane and Melbourne, if it happens. And Timmy D, oh no show yeah. Perth and Adelaide. Not sure what happened. We'll find out.
0: Hmm, that we shall. We'll be in uh, Tassie. We'll just knock this off and we'll do the next step together. Like an oath. This weekend, A hey, um, we better get booting because this internet's a bit shit. it's fucking annoying me.
1: This internet, fucking, it does. It sucks balls. I know you haven't gone Telstra again. You're doing my head in. Take it out of the Patreon. Get the good shit. Um, The background, each week, if we're down the line from one another, a Zoom background. Now, this beautiful, beautiful, sunny location. Uh, I would have always guessed this was America, just based on the, the Dodge Ram in the driveway. But for some reason... You can buy those big fucking trucks in Australia now, which blows my mind. But it does look like. That's
0: a, have you seen them? That is a big, big truck.
1: Huge truck. Huge truck. Um, big old utes, the old Dodge Rams. Not really suited for Australian streets. No. I don't
0: think. Certainly not mine. Uh, no, it is America. It's beautiful California.
1: And by the way, not only Australian streets, where the fuck are they parking? You could. I don't know. You could have a little fucking Holden Barina and find it hard to fit into some car parks. If you've got a fucking Dodge Ram, you're just putting it in sideways, taking up three of them.
0: Yeah, you can park a Barina in the Ute of this Ram, I reckon. <laughs> oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Big Ute, big stuff. Like a Trojan horse, you
1: could have fucking eight Holden Barinas in the back of that, ride it into enemy territory. Okay, thanks for the beautiful Dodge Ram. Then you all cruise out with your posse in your separate barinas it's fucking huge
0: whose house is this this is none other than 8316 canyon oak drive citrus heights california yeah uh one joseph james D'Angelo, oh the golden state killer
1: ah okay what did uh, what did joseph james get up to
0: oh lots okay he uh he was caught by ancestry.com a few years ago ah and now he's he's quite frail particularly in courtrooms Christopher Skate style. Yeah. Absolute grub of a bloke. Seventies and 80s Night Stalker, Peep and Tom, and the rest of it. 50 years to catch him.
1: Oh, is he the? Is he Night Stalker?
0: Yeah. Oh. Original Night Stalker, Golden State Killer, East Area Rapist, they were all his names. It was all him, the whole lot, a lot of uh, jurisdiction.
1: Sorry, I've, I just looked him up and I see that they, he became the original Night Stalker to differentiate him from Richard Ramirez. The other night stalker.
0: Oh yeah, he's not Ramirez. No. This D'Angelo. Grub. This guy used to put plates and stuff on people's backs. So if I hear those plates smash while I'm in the next room doing some dastardly deeds, I'll kill everyone. Oh,
1: fucking hell.
0: Yeah. Not a nice dude. No. But now he's old. He looks fairly harmless. So, you know, <laughs> go figure. Like those old priests.
1: Yeah, the, the ears get too ears and nose get too big for the head. Okay. Oh, it's almost, yeah. almost time for the long nap.
0: <laughs> oh man, have you seen that dude, uh, Brian Johnson, who who wants to live forever?
1: Oh yes, fucking well, um it. mate, that is no good. Uh, longevity, Brian Johnson, longevity. Yeah, you take entrepreneur Brian Johnson. He's
0: only in his forties.
1: Yeah, mm. forty, forty-five, but you don't know. It's hard to put an age on him. He doesn't look human.
0: No, he's uh, he's bragging that his organs are all. He's, he's like got the body of an eighteen-year-old now. All the hairs for He takes over a hundred pills a day.
1: Over a hundred pills a day, and like gets his blood and his
0: dad's blood and his son's blood or something. And I don't know, yeah, mixing some, them all up. It's and and it's, it sounds like a great life, whatever it is. Yeah, but he's up to sounds awful. Anyway, not for me. So, yeah, uh, we better boot on, mate.
1: I know we just did a land larrikins, a two-parter on uh, men who get work done. And I reckon if you're taking 100 pills a day, just get some work done.
0: That is, like, arguably (laughs) this is the most work any man has ever had done. (laughs) His entire life's devoted to it. Like, he won't even eat a cookie or something. Biohacking. You know, what a loser.
1: That's my favourite, biohacking. Um, all right, the internet shit. It's not in the episode though, because that was pre-recorded at a date where our internet was fucking flying. So enjoy the app. Yeah, Tassie, Melbourne. We'll see you soon for live shows.
0: All right, let's get in.
1: Let's do it.
0: Woo! All right, mate. This week we've we've done it. We've hit episode one eighty seven. One eighty seven.
1: There we go. One eighty seven. That's murder, mate. That's the call for murder. Is it? Yeah.
0: Well, that's the that's a radio call sign for an American. Yeah, it's a one eight seven. Mur- oh, we got a one eight seven.
1: Yeah. Down on the corner,
0: fifth and nineteenth.
1: Dr. Dre and Snoop singing about it.
0: <laughs>
1: the same Snoop that's probably in a Disney show now and a yeah. talking with Martha Stewart and Oh.
0: There's he can do anything, <laughs> and he fucking will.
1: Absolutely anything. It is miraculous to see a man just smoke
0: weed all day long and do all this stuff. Just wait around, get given stuff, and take it.
1: What do you reckon his parenting's like, Snoop's parenting? Reckon his hands on?
0: Has he got? Has got I mean, has he got multiple few, kids to multiple people?
1: I'm not sure about that. I think he's got a long term wife. Yeah. I think he's got a wife. Yeah. Long term girlfriend.
0: I we did an episode about him, should remember, don't. That's right. Mm. But um, anyway, good on Snoop. He's, he still seems to remember his own name, which is important in life.
1: Hope, well, hard to forget if you got to spell it out most songs.
0: Yeah. I think he's just like didn't, didn't go past about grade two level at school. you got to stand up and say your name and spell it out. He's still doing that. Getting paid heaps for it. Heaps. Uh, This week, mate, we're looking at Korean Air flight. uh, Seoul to San Francisco, January 7, 2015. Korean Air, I must say,
1: punching above their weight. Korean Air's come up a fair bit on here.
0: We're seeing a fair few of them. Yeah. Yeah, they do. There's uh, (laughs) there's quite a lot. 10-hour, 35-minute flight, this one, from Seoul. Airport, Korean Air, appalling safety record pre-turn of the century. It's among the most dangerous airlines in the world.
1: They're doing pretty well now. Yeah. I think they're award-winning and-
0: They've come good, but uh, Wikipedia hasn't forgotten. Oh, of A lot of other people. (laughs) It's among the most dangerous airlines in the world then. The president, Kim Dae-jung, used to travel Asiana instead of the national carrier, because he was scared oh, of- Oh, that's, ba- that's a bad look. There were two quite notable deadly flights occurred on Korean Air. September 1, 1983, height of the Cold War, flight 007, no less, oh. from Anchorage to Seoul drifted into prohibited Soviet space. Big error. you oh. got to curl around under that little peninsula and over Japan because Japan at that time was a little less trigger happy the Russians. The USSR sent up some planes, shot the airliner down. Fuck. They said, we thought it was a US spy plane. <laughs> bloody, bloody big one. <laughs> uh, with 269 soon-to-be-souls oh, no. on it. Like a rainbow fair. <laughs> There was a uh there was a navigation beacon down at Anchorage, so not really Korean Air's fault, but they could have looked oh. out the window, wave at the boys, yeah. saying, Don't shoot us. Yeah, please. Uh the other the other prank they had was that was significant. That was uh that was in that was in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. They crashed on approach. Into a mountain in Guam. I think we've covered this. Yeah. We remember 229 it on air ghosts. Crash investigations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a huge one. Mm. 229 ghosts got inducted into the Hall of Flames that day.
1: <laughs> like a comment.
0: 20, 25 survivors, though. Oh,
1: Jesus. Straight to
0: Tats Lotto. Well, that day. I know. It's a bogan thing to say. Business class mainly. Oh, really? Yeah, already got cash. Don't need the lotto. Uh, bad weather and a stubborn pilot who wouldn't listen to the crew who was saying, you probably remember this from that. I think I might have even seen that ep. Um, The crew was saying, look, that's not the airport, buddy. We're coming in too hot. And he was like, fuck off. I'm the captain. Whack. Yeah, that's right. See you later. In business uh, too,
1: you are in a bit of a, you know, been fortunate enough a couple of times on those big flights to sit up the front. You are in your own world. You probably wouldn't even know. Like, fuck, no. no one's brought a drink
0: to me in a while. What's happening? Um, yeah,
1: what's all the hubbub?
0: <laughs> and then your seat's on a mountain. <laughs> You're still strapped in. Oh, hang on. There was there was a I think there was a young girl who ran off. Like it blew up and she ran off and her had to leave. Her, her mum told her to run or something. She oh. got out. I don't know. I, I seem to remember that as a story. Um, Anyway, all's well, though, because the next year they constructed a black marble obelisk at the crash site for people to go oh. and visit. So every cloud. Yeah. Uh, our hero this week, I want to though, put a mate. big red
1: cross made out of lights on the on the side of the mountain. Yeah. That's, this isn't it. <laughs> That'd be better. Yeah. Don't do it again. But here's something uh, else she can't see
0: at night time on the mountain. Yeah. Just another hindrance. Don't run into that big big black thing. Um, our hero this week is Bobby Kim, Kim Do Kian, Kim Do Kuyun, 41. And like you say, South Koreans getting a bit of a run lately, really stumping up for a nation that are fairly widely known as peaceful, especially in comparison to their neighbours. Uh, just goes to show, I reckon, there's resentment uh, simmering under the surface of absolutely everyone on earth, isn't there, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> for incidents and and the conditions to be just right before they lose their fucking minds and flip out.
1: Well, I remember years ago doing a podcast with Ari Shafia and he wanted to know about bogans. Yeah. Great US comic. He wanted to know about bogans. And we were trying to figure out he was like every country has its bogans. Every country. There's not one country that doesn't have Bevan tiprats. Yeah. It would be nice to sort of get the best sort of like uh you know the consulate well, they, like the ambassador, yeah, you should have whatever your Bevan is.
0: But they usually, they're usually fairly happy species of people. The simple Bevan, mm. they're, they're usually pretty fine. This is, it, I think, it's in everyone. It's when it gets unlocked in someone who's less likely that's when it's <laughs> the most entertaining. Yeah. And this is this bloke, Bobby King. I don't, I don't
1: think we're 187 episodes in. I don't think you've ever said something as condescending. <laughs> what? They're quite a happy people. The simple bever. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's why we tolerate them. They're generally fairly happy, harmless. Oh. I know. Um, this Bobby Kim, he's a uh, he's a Korean hip hop and R and B singer. Here we go. Evident, evidently, they're two different things. Oh. Yeah. Um, I actually. I read about the differences and no one seems to be able to articulate it, which I find ironic. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: If irony hadn't been eradicated, a bunch of <laughs> self-proclaimed poets and wordsmiths, that's what most are. You simply wouldn't be able to scream that if you're the best at You know, they were saying on the best at something, wouldn't be able to say that if you weren't the best <laughs> at it. But then there's, there's also rap, which has the same crossover confusion for most of us. Yep. What's up there, mate? You had to lean to the side for a second. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Rattle will pick it up. Then it will be on Sizzletown. Do you <laughs> Need to go and change or something. <laughs> that didn't look good. Uh, so Bobby has started. Can you tell me the difference between um, R&B and hip-hop?
1: Uh, well, I thought R&B is more, it's, well, it's rhythm and blues. It's
0: like a more gentle version. of Hip-hop would cover yes. rap, I believe. I think. I think R and B got hijacked. Yeah. Round round the sort of turn of the century bit before.
1: R and B's more, you know, Joe, R. Kelly, your favorite. Yep. Um, you know, and then hip hop would be well, rap artists. Right. Kanye, Drake. That'd be under hip hop.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> <sighs>
1: um I think the difference between R and B and rap is how they sing about having sex.
0: One's more gentle than the other.
1: One's I'm gonna lay you down, and mm-hmm. one one's that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money. We're side. Okay.
0: Yeah. Actual opening line from a two-pack song. <laughs> so it's just you know, one's more violent than the other in terms yeah. of <laughs> romance. Uh make money. Bobby. Sorry. Bobby started he's, do you think someone's gonna pick you up on that? Send a, a <laughs> hey, tersely worded email. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> <think> you will find <laughs> at the 10 minute mark. You said this. They've uh, let me the start,
1: go. They've picked me up on a two pack lyric. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bobby started his music career in San Francisco, where he grew up. Uh, his dad played the trumpet, which got him interested in music. So mm. Bobby's first band was called Dr. Reggae.
1: You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, <laughs> um, I know you play a little bit of uh, hillbilly guitar there, the old mandolin. But yeah. do you, is anyone in your family musical at all? You've never once said anyone played anything, or I don't see that being a heggy family. My kids, no, 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 older than you,
0: no, yeah. absolutely not. Okay. There've been a few dabbles in yeah. our youth. Yeah, my brother played the, the cornet. Very briefly, my other the brother played, is the, that? played the guitar. It's like a little trumpet. Oh, yeah. Um, that didn't last long. And my other brother played the guitar. That didn't last long. Yeah. And I played the saxophone. That did last long. Beautiful. And, then, uh, and it's quite, like, I moved out of home. It's quite an antisocial instrument to take to a share oh, house. most definitely. So I got rid of it quick smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bringing your sax. To nah, a, you know, to a uni share house. Uh, oh
1: dear! Probably now, probably now that would be fine. Oh, you yeah, that'd be
0: you know, like sitting in your recitals and stuff now because everyone's a nerd. I would have been bashed with it. <laughs> I think <laughs> more like
1: saxophone. You fucking nerd. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oos, oos. Someone someone would have turned it into a motorbike and ridden <laughs> over the top of me. Um. He, uh, yeah, Doctor Reggae. That's the name of his Mm. band, as in is there a doctor on the plane? Yeah, but he's maggot. (laughs) Uh, He can't help. They were a failure, Dr. Reggae, like the crushing majority of bands. So Bobby's gone solo afterwards. I saw still shots of him performing in a suit. Not the traditional clobber for hip-hop R&B artists, is it? (laughs) Unless it's for stupid shit, like the purposes of accepting an award
1: r and B, I I reckon, 90s, especially late 90s. Yeah, boys
0: to men, they'd be in suits. Yeah, really big suits. Yeah. Like they they borrowed off their dads who were <laughs> even bigger than them. Silly looking suits,
1: uh, 90s suits. I just saw white suits, boys to men in white suits. Beautiful.
0: I picked boys to men up from the airport in Sydney once.
1: Fuck off. Really? And
0: yeah and uh it was for uh Australian idol and they're coming to do like a speak to the the kids in the you know they're coming for concerts yeah. and they're trying to they're gonna speak to the kids or something about yeah. singing and um they're incredibly rude actually and I took them to the hotel didn't get a word out of any not that I was trying too hard or anything and then sat at the hotel me and another pretty like a Producer, and uh, their manager came and said, "Hey guys, you know the boys are just resting. Uh, we'll tell you when we're ready. Just to come and you can drop us to the thing. We'll do the quick two minute talk to the kids, and then then we'll go to the concert." So he, yeah, okay. We sat there, fucking best part of the day, waiting. Oh, sure. and he kept coming yeah. out and going. Oh, look, just um, look, just order whatever you want. Charge it to my room. So, oh, yes, please. Fucking most expensive oh, yeah. steaks oh, of course. times two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ordered as that. The yeah. most expensive steaks times two, please. They, want, they didn't
0: want to see the menu. I had a tarago. Lobster so toppers. Yeah, I'll assume everything. you'll figure that out With for us. It works. <laughs> <laughs> had everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of everything, please. And they didn't even they didn't even come and do it in the end. Oh. Waste of a day. Well, not really for me. It was a good, great yeah. day. Great Fucking day out in the all. end.
1: That, I must say, that is the one thing I miss about, you know, real jobs that occasionally. Working for someone else. Yeah. Occasionally you can have a day with fuck yeah. all. Yeah. And it's like, oh,
0: living the dream here. Oh, fuck, man. I rip my boss off now. <laughs> I, I see the consequences fairly immediately. <laughs> Someone's going without. Uh, Anyway, he's um, i like that. I, I only see these bozos You're telling your kids in, that.
1: Sorry, kids, no Christmas presents this year. Some of the employees at Luke Heggie's the coolest Proprietary Limited. Yeah, <laughs>
0: really took the piss. They had their fingers in the till all year. Steaks, <laughs> booze. Oof. <laughs> Thinking about sacking him, but you know can't. Going to promote him instead. Um, I've only ever seen these blokes in suits. at – Awards and shit, like you go to the Logies, <laughs> Radio Awards. I got out of it, thank fuck. You been to the Logies though, haven't you?
1: No, it's on. It'll be on when we're we recording this. It'll be on right this now. Saturday. This Saturday night. Yeah, when you're listening to this, the old Radio Awards. We're not doing it though. We are with one oh, Tim Dillon. Yeah, but American that's... hero Tim Dillon up in Brisbane. But you, oh, and. What do you think of this? The The Sunday, the day after, so this Sunday, if you're listening now, um, The which it would be, so that doesn't really help. But Sunday the, what is it, 15th? Yeah, 15th. I'd signed up, remember, like nine months ago to do the Melbourne Marathon. Won't be there. I've missed out, unfortunately.
0: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving,
1: Olive in June. Olive and June gives you Are you going to Brisbane? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. We'll be in Brizzy uh, and then flying back that day to Melbourne for the Melbourne show with Tim Dillon. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I've got a friend, I was meant to run the Melbourne Marathon, not going to do it. But I've got a mate of ours. I've got a mate of ours who wants my bib. Oh. He goes, man, I'll run it for you. I was like, yeah, I'll just give it to you. He said, I don't think you can. It's a massive fucking no no. Why? You can't just hand your shit over to
0: someone else. I don't know. Have you paid to be it? Yeah. Why do you have to pay? I don't know. That's I suppose they've got to shut the roads. Some idiot has to pay for that. Yeah, but to put yourself through that level of pain and well, I'm not. I'm your I... hand in your pocket. That sounds yeah. a bit off to me. One of the worst days of my life, running a marathon. <laughs> yeah, you said it was no good.
1: I'm glad I listened. Big mistake. Yeah. What do you reckon though? Do you reckon I give you know the you know you would know the mate I'm talking about? Big fan. Big fan of um Yeah. Running these things. You reckon I just give him a bib? Yes. Okay, get into it. Yeah. That way I'll I'll have a time and I'll have a fucking ripping time.
0: Oh, this is you're gonna be Oh, okay. They think you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's why you'd hand your bib over so you can get a record. They take themselves yeah. rather seriously, don't they? Like yeah. what are you gonna do with that? Yeah. You get a medal, do you? A finisher T shirt. <laughs> One of the worst things I've ever seen. Can't believe people wear them in public. Finisher. <laughs> yeah, I love,
1: I love an old finisher one as well, like a 2015 oh, yeah. Yeah. Tough
0: mother. <laughs> tough mother. That doesn't still exist, does it? Oh, it definitely would. not. It's gone the same way as Tyba and Pilots. Definitely would. Gone. Bullshit. Haven't heard a peep out of that. They're axe-throwing now, those people. Some other contrived masculinity shit they're up to. Waiting for the oh. next one.
1: <laughs> oh, I just—I had to—I had to find. <laughs> he's going to be running it with Crusher
0: on his bib. <laughs> yeah, cool. He'd better. he better win. Oh, um, that's right. Well, he's getting it's a bargain good. somehow. Mm. Getting a free marathon crossed. Go run one yourself, off the clock for free, if you want to lie in bed for four days,
1: mate. You say that he just did it. He sent me a message before. He said he's going to run five this month or something. Yeah, he ran forty-two. Yeah, forty-two point two k in three hours fifty-four. Not bad. That is good size. That's an average pace of five minutes
0: thirty-four a kilometre. Yeah, no good though, mate. I wouldn't. I'd. Don't do it, anyone who's thinking about doing it. One thing I could tell you about life, don't run a fucking marathon. It's unnecessary and it's painful and it'll ruin your week, probably two, the older you get. Uh, Bobby wrote songs for Drunken Tiger, Lee Sang and Dynamic Duo, all popular South Korean recording artists while Sounds never good. becoming a superstar himself. I quite like that. It is the dream. Oh, it's like when you find out a comedian has all their jokes written by someone in their background like a fucking fraud and all mm. you want to do is see the writer perform and then you see that and you know why. But um, <laughs> anyway. But on, it, would, uh, it would
1: be nice to make a chunk of cash you don't have to fly anywhere.
0: Yeah. There's someone making more cash than you though if you're writing you know, other that, people's stuff.
1: But who's that Who's that bloke? Is it Mark Mark Ronson?
0: Is oh, yeah. Like British DJ, DJ.
1: and a, but he's written, he's fucking written so many
0: songs. He's like a Stock Aitken Waterman style number one writer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's all it's, it's all just marketing machine stuff. That they're all the same stuff, just different artists doing it. I don't know, boring. In um, mm. on September 11, 2011, Bobby was on TV in South Korea on a show called. I am a singer. Why beat around the bush? Yeah. Honestly. Cup
1: chase, I like that, South wow.
0: Korea. I mean, all, all TV singing shows, talent shows could just be called singing competitions for cancer survivors. Uh, he got eliminated in the 11th round. That sounds a lot. That sounds like we went deep in the competition, yeah. but I think there's a lot of rounds.
1: Well, our, anyway. our mate, Osher Gunsberg, he was shit out of luck the other week. I saw... The old buddy, take it off, take it off, and it was
0: Shane Warne's daughter. Oh, (laughs) what do you say to that? (laughs) Is that what he said? (laughs) Look, it's Shane Warne's daughter. (laughs) It's it's Shane Warne's daughter.
1: How's that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, the Warnes didn't take. They didn't take long to get through the coffers, did they? Now they're going on.
1: just going through all of his stats and then at the end, he's had
0: a daughter and it's his daughter. (laughs) Anyway, mate, Bobby, Bobby Kim is reserved a business class seat on the plane, good ploy for a Korean air flight if history's got anything to do with anything. Um, But upon entering, he was given an economy class seat instead. And I think one oh. Nicholas J. Cody, bling, bling, business Cody, would say all bets are off as of that very moment. 100%. I
1: can't believe you've got me on this bloke's side already. Like like, like an unreasonable child. 11-hour flight. Yeah. You're mentally prepared for a certain thing. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, it, it, I, oh. you know, I don't think it's as bad as thinking you've got an aisle in economy and they go, sorry, there's been a stuff up and you've got a middle for 11 hours. So I reckon that hurts more than the, the downgrade business from business to aisle economy.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't the say. Maybe middle. had to go to a middle seat down the oh. back. I don't know. Didn't Start say. Start throwing at the gate. Oh. when You you know, what What would you do? Claim not to be responsible for that exact thing happened to you. For me, it's irrelevant. What would you do?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, when – Push comes to shove, I actually, I don't kick up a fuss that badly then.
0: People might be filming radio's Nick Cody. That must that must come into a consideration now With in public. Like Lurge has no told me to,
1: about that a few times in, in
0: traffic, don't, you know. Uh, no, that's what I, I mean I don't get recognised very incredibly rarely. But I think if I bash someone, I'm like, you know, started roughing up my child on the street or something, I probably would. But yeah, then the, driving, the voice of that esky just yelled a slur at a man. Yeah, and then coward punched him. <laughs> driving though, no one no one recognises you in repair of wraparounds. Yeah, just put them on. On oh, no, my on my bike on the pushy. oh, on your bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think people would definitely know you on your bike.
1: <laughs>
0: Although I think it
1: would throw people off. I don't think most people would think I'd be on a pushy.
0: Yeah, I suppose you don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's this overarching feeling though. If like in Australia, if, if someone's seen you on something, you've obviously you're obviously a millionaire. Yeah. You've been, you've been on the gala. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many houses do you own? Little do they know they've made eight hundred dollars cash. Yeah. <laughs> and then the middleman get their cut of that. <laughs> um Bobby, how I'll tell you how Bobby dealt with it. He dealt with it by drinking six gla- six glasses of wine. And falling asleep. True gentlemen. Yeah. Except like that, very respectable. And this, is just, oh, no. and this is just science. Don't panic. South Koreans sometimes, not yep. all the time, but sometimes lose their minds after six <laughs> glasses of wine. I'd feel sick myself. That's a fair bit of wine. Um, red
1: wine. I'm you're just getting started.
0: Mm. Well your teeth are, your teeth and lips are red, you go, oh, I'm having one here. you. You don't wanna you don't wanna wake up. Like wake yourself up with a red wine burp, like a bit of (laughs) that worst. Uh, Five hours later, he woke up, started screaming in the cabin. Five hours sleep that should have covered that. Yeah, Uh,
1: he's almost sober. Yeah, two drinks in the first hour. Four. I know he's he's put a lot back to back, but over different mathematics. Yeah, of course.
0: Over there, a smaller man, I assume smaller than the likes of us, I I would say. He continued this, well, judging by the size of his fucking suit, he's very small. (laughs) He continued this tantrum for an hour, one-hour tantrum. During this hour-long ordeal, Bobby sexually harassed a flight attendant by wrapping his arm around her waist. When that's Mm. technical, yeah, sexual harassment has come a long way, I know, and good riddance to bad smells arm around the waist, that wouldn't have constituted anything probably one year earlier than that. That was yeah. 2015. That was a sort of pretty <laughs> much cut off 2014-ish, it was, I think. 2014
1: is having a laugh. Yeah. 2015,
0: we've already seen what happened to Ray Badrin 2015 and then uh, all bets are off post-Badrin. <laughs> the PB era. <laughs> Um, I tell I tell you what, I only put my arm around her way. Sounds a bit like your UK comedian, mate, is going to have to say soon enough. <laughs> Even though there's footage of him ramming his tongue into a woman's mouth on multiple TV shows as a simple innocent act of larrikinism. As a silly billy. Didn't work as a, as a defence for that Spanish women's soccer team coach, did it? It certainly didn't work no. for the Nazis in Nuremberg either. So <laughs> have a think about that. Um, once the plane… Sure
1: will. I hope everyone does, because that...
0: Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> once, the, uh, once the plane landed, Bobby was escorted off by the FBI and airport security. Status arrested. And even though he's not a US citizen, still subject to American law because of the Tokyo Convention. Also, because the incident happened mid-flight, both the country of arrival and the country just left uh, had jurisdiction to investigate. Oh, Pretty much open and shut though, want not it?
1: I didn't even know that was a thing. I'd like to think they, um, they, you know, they give you a sentence in one, a sentence in the other, you add them up and just split the, you know, split it down the middle, get the average. Yeah, right.
0: I don't think they like to bother. Like I wouldn't. If I was in charge of a country, I'd say you have him. I yeah. don't give a fuck. I'd never understood <laughs> these countries going we want him over here to punish yeah. him here. No, you do it. Don't want him here. Man, your yeah. favourite, Peter Dutton, he's doing a bit of that at the minute, um, you know. Sending Kiwis back.
1: Yeah, some of them moved from the UK when they were one and they yeah. bash someone when they're 57. <laughs> it's like, go back, you fucking filthy That's, pom. They're like, is, man, yeah. I, I don't know anyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Queensland cop. Still got, still got the blue blood in him.
1: Well, normally it's like, you know, there's some offenders or it's like, yeah, put me back in jail. Don't give a fuck. I know what it's about and I know who I am. So it's like, go back to a country you haven't been to since you were three months old. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know anyone there. Yeah. It's, a, it's well, fucking worse.
0: <laughs> should have thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby's agent, Oscar Entertainment, issued a statement saying, Kim drank some wine on the flight after he got distressed by Korean Air, adding that Kim was upset that the airline wouldn't upgrade his economy seat to business class. He does not exactly remember what mistakes he made.
1: So sorry, was he downgraded or did he just try and get an upgrade and couldn't get it?
0: No, he they've, like he had a business class uh, and he was, he was yeah. downgraded. Yeah. And uh, his statement doesn't make as much sense yeah. there, um, although it has been translated. Uh, I love it when managers have to stump up and start and like face the media. Not that he's had to do too much there. I noticed your... Fellow broadcaster and media personality, Russell Brand, has been ditched <laughs> by his management. Oh, yeah, just now. They've. It's always purely fiscal a decision like that, isn't it? Mm. They're the last ones to admit they've had anything to do with the pervert but a damning indictment that he won't be making the money for a while. Mm. So top-notch opportunity to get out on the right side of history and say, first thing we heard, we ditched him, did you? Mm.
1: You know, I found so, weird that with YouTube, YouTube said he can still put his podcast yeah. up. We're not letting him, we're not putting any of our ads on it. But if he makes ads that he records in the app himself,
0: then that's fine. Right. I mean, that's what he should have just done all along. Or YouTube, you get a big income from YouTube, do you, when you're putting ads up? No, no idea. I think he was doing all right off it. Well, you watch him, or do you
1: have YouTube Premium? Do I have it? (laughs) Yeah, you watch his show, don't you? Oh, do you
0: have to get a premium account to watch Russell Brand?
1: No, no, no. I think pre- premium means that you just don't see ads. Oh, okay. Rather like Patreon on this. A hundred percent, Heggy. What a great time to bring that up, you know. For <laughs> little as $3 a month, $3.50 or something, no ads on any mid-flight brawls. And
0: timely reminder to remind people that when you get an ad mid-sentence, that's the work of one Nicholas J. Cody. So sucked in. <laughs> Makes it even worse for you. Uh Okay, Bobby. Bobby ended we're up close
1: to a thousand, and Heggy's going to Bali. I know that we have not brought this up in some time, but we're too close now. It's got to happen.
0: No, we're not. It's it's plateaued. That we're not getting more fans. We keep bullying them out of it, and people <laughs> run out of money. People get sick of it. Like it's it's balancing. It's we've, we're at the peak <laughs> at the moment. It hasn't jumped up for fucking ages. Um, Bobby got a one-year prison term suspended. Oh. Oh, the fuck yeah. <laughs> and was fined four million one. About oh, four thousand no. four thousand five hundred AUD. Oh. And ordered to undergo forty hours of sexual harassment education. That's it. That'll cover it. Eat some barley sugars. So he didn't <laughs> he didn't punch anyone? No. He Put his arm around, around someone's
1: Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half thousand I mean,
0: dollar fine in 40 hours. 40 hours. That's I imagine yeah. it's 40 hours spent. So is this sexual harassment? Is this like just going through all the different aspects of it? I don't know. Oh, do you, you,
1: you think the students run the class? I don't know. The
0: teacher's sitting at the <laughs> desk and checking? No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is now. <laughs> that is as well. Do um, you ever do 40-hour famine?
1: Uh, Yeah, whatever. As a kid, 100%. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah the barley,
0: barley sugars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they starve them. That would make them learn a bit better though. So I don't know. Mate, I've got to, I've got to do a, well, not quite,
1: but a six-hour, I've got to get an ultrasound. They want me to do a six-hour fast, but it's yeah. a, a six-hour food and water, which would generally be well, you sleep and wake up and go. Who cares? Yeah. But it's during radio. You can't even have a sip of fucking water. The no, three and a half hours. Right. You'd be right. Can you gargle and spit it out? What are the rules? Yeah, of course.
0: All right. Like you're swallowing saliva. All the yeah, time. that's true. Yeah. You'd be fine. I'd do that most yeah. days. Six <laughs> hours, no food and water. <laughs> really? Yeah. The no food, I can see, the no water. All right. Why, are you so, why, why is everyone so thirsty all the time now?
1: I don't know, mate. Look have got me big. Like if you, <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. Can, the amount of beers I, I had on Saturday
1: to piss clear today took a fair few of these. I'll tell no. you what. Mm. <laughs> uh, just trying to get the piss back to clear as quickly as possible.
0: That means health. The The judge at Incheon District Court was none other than Shindong Young. Tell you what, you can find yourself in hot water pronouncing some of these names. It's not like ringing up the local Chinese restaurant and ordering the cream of Samyang guy deliberately. It's um, you can get done quite innocently. Doing mm. this probably will. who knows? remember the Indian Commonwealth Games when the Indian minister in charge was Sheila Dick shit? N- No, <laughs> you don't remember Sheila Dick shit nah. I' oh, on man.
1: Google right now. It's superb. If anyone it's funny that I'm I'm leaving the the Masked singer Australia Wikipedia page yeah. to look up Sheila Dickshit. shit. <laughs> And If there was ever a name, I wanted Osher Gunsberg to yell out at volume. It's
0: Sheila Depp.
1: Well, he won't Sheerlade- be anymore. I tell you that much.
0: I can tell you with 100% accuracy.
1: Oh, she no. Won't be on the mass singer. <laughs> oh, no. Like a rainbow. <laughs> oh,
0: no. oh. I remember, I, I was looking at this recently, right? Cop this. Paul Henry, New Zealand Breakfast Show host, found himself in trouble over this. He, yeah. uh, Doc shirt. He, yeah. He, uh, he laughed a lot. He also <laughs> said, though, and I quote, the dipshit woman. God, what's her name? <laughs> dick shit. Is it dick shit? It looks like dick shit. It's so appropriate because she's Indian so she'd be dick in shit, wouldn't she? Do you uh, know what I mean? Walking along the street, it's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the, <laughs> second half of that is, the second half of that has got him in the... The froth and oh. bubble there. Well. First half is uh, fine. You're man. laughing at a name. That's a it's a worldwide thing. Oh, there was a couple of um Australian
0: hosts, I think, who just like lost their minds when they first saw oh. it on the auto queue and just couldn't keep a straight face.
1: I, I get now why when you see like a Karl Stefanovic just fucking losing his mind. Yeah. I've had this is five years of getting up way too early in the morning and some things just, yeah. just get you. <laughs>
0: For sure, after this, Paul. You've been Henry, getting
1: up at three thirty in the morning for as long as he has. You oh, hear yeah. a Sheila dick shit. That's it. Yeah, you're of off, you're laugh. and nothing's stopping you.
0: I'd laugh any any time of the day. At that. Yeah, but after a ten hour sleep. Um, after this, Paul Henry he got suspended for a different racism related matter. Oh. This time over Governor General Anand Sat- Satyanand, who was born in Auckland to indo fijian mm. parents. Henry yeah. said to Prime Minister John Key, is he even a New Zealander? We're going to go for someone who's more like a New Zealander? Record 600 complaints to the station over yeah. that. Uh, on top of the dick shit and the Governor General slurs, Henry <laughs> has previously caused offence. Previously. So he's kept his job through all this. Yeah. Caused offence by pointing out the facial hair of a female guest on his breakfast TV show and calling Susan Boyle a retard on air. Unbelievable. All the signs were there. Good old cute New Zealand, the quiet achievers of grubbery.
1: He looks like um, Steve Price. Sounds
0: a bit like it too.
1: Yeah. Um, Just had a look into Paul Henry, onto the the third wife. Yeah. Second one, divorced in 2019. Third one, married 2020.
0: Bit of crossover perhaps. (laughs) like a monkey, let go on branch very briefly. Uh, the uh, the judge, Shin Dong Yang, in 2016, a year after this incident, Shin offered to resign but it was it was rejected pending a fate worse than that over what? You know someone's done something untoward when they resign before they've even been disciplined in-house. Mm. What did he do? Oh, mate, N- no idea. A judge, standard stuff. Judge.
1: Oh, a bit of a assault, a uh, young employee, or have uh, a relationship with a young employee.
0: For getting warmer, engaging with a prostitute. He was out oh, drinking with mates, got handed a flyer, went to investigate <laughs> what he said. And uh, bing, bang, boom, cops in the area, in the middle of the down on the sport. Hey, the law never sleeps.
1: Yeah i gonna find cops out are. what this prostitute ring's all yeah. about,
0: eh? <laughs> just investigating like Columbo in a brothel. Uh cops in the area. Now you, please tell me you've seen the South Park
1: episode where the the male cop dresses as the female sex worker and catching the Johns. No. But he every time just fucks them unnecessarily yeah. and then goes, gotcha. <laughs> Stick him up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the area cops were um doing a crackdown on the sport of prostitution, arrested him coming out of a brothel. The
1: older sport, yeah.
0: Sounds like a stitch-up to me. It's entrapment mm. or something. They probably handed him the flyer, same sort of thing. Anyway, <laughs> Bobby, we'll wind up on Bobby in a second, but, you know, he's going all right. He's, this year he he, he got married. In June, all the all the articles refer to his wife as a non-celebrity. That's, <laughs> That's just nice. relaying what I've read here. Yep. Imagine a celebrity slumming it with a non-celebrity. It does happen. Um, you know what you don't see too much of in this realm, though, is uh, famous women marrying waiters or some bloke who came around to unblock the toilet or something. Yeah, who? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's done that, like a
1: Shania Twain or a, in Should that route, ra- Shania Twain, Reese, Great, Reese Witherspoon. Someone has hooked up with a tradie. Good on him. Rare. What? Yeah. Fucking
0: so rare. Incredibly rare, but I like it. Um,
1: well, who's I it? Mean, Miranda Kerr. Miranda Kerr and that, that English actor broke up. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, he was massive. Lord of the Rings, everything. Oh, yeah. Good looking Orlando new, Bloom. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Fuck, where does she go from there? Oh, the guy that started Snapchat. Oh.
0: A gazillionaire. Didn't she stop off at James Packer on the way? Oh yeah. Was it? A, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think she went out with James Packer. We uh, need
1: the e, beautiful E Hollywood man. news music underneath. The, the, we need your saxophone, oh, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Most of them don't even, that they can't even associate with people lower than on the social scale. Look what happened to Nicole Brown when she befriended a waiter. <laughs> OJ did not like that. Uh, anyway, Bobby has not got a very big social media following. Crunching the numbers, he's less popular than the likes of you and me, which for an Asian celebrity is abject failure. Yeah. Just definitely. by the weight of those stats. Those blokes get one of one-thousandth of a percent of the population who appreciate one thing they've ever done. They're billionaires. Yeah. That's how it works. You do that here, you're a lifetime renter scabbing around on the internet looking for cheap jet star tickets down to Melbourne.
1: Gangnam Style, the first song, the first video to reach a billion views on YouTube, I believe. Yeah. You just need one thing to pop and a whooshka. Yeah.
0: It's, it's it's different different ball games though, isn't it? Like it's He's still on, getting uh, out and
1: about. I saw a video on uh, on Instagram on the weekend. Yeah. Of old Cy si jumping out from underneath the stage. One of those platforms mean? that shoot the they just shoot oh, okay. up and the artist jumps up. Sweet. Drop a bit of gangnam
0: style, the crowd went apeshit. Brilliant. The best part is like in 30, 25 years, he'll do like a Hasselhoff have a resurgence for a new generation and... Shirtless hamburger on the floor. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Good video. (laughs) That brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to come to live shows, well, Hobart, tomorrow night, and then in a few weeks' time, November 4th in Melbourne, a basement comedy. The ticket's probably gone by now. Patreon members have snapped them up. Uh, thanks for listening. I've got a special out on October 16 on YouTube, Nick Cody Live at the Corner Hotel. heggy has got two specials out on YouTube already. We're doing stand-up all over the shop. Get around us. Righto. See you, mate. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell.
0: Okay, ready to go the clap?